Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hey all, this is Jake M. from the Northeast Washington area of Narcotics Anonymous. My clean date is December 6, 2013. My home group is Willing Addicts in Recovery in Clarkston, Washington, and this is the spiritual principle of the day. March 2nd, Vigilance in Balance. We hang on fiercely, mistaking the attempt to control all the variables in our lives for vigilance in our recovery. That comes from Living Clean, Chapter 1, Growing Pains. As with character assets or defects, many spiritual principles have a flip side. Too much of a good thing can take us down an unintended path. Ideally, practicing vigilance is being reflective and real about our progress. Monitoring our program's balance with outside responsibilities and keeping an eye out for possible danger zones. But if we turn the vigilance coin over, we may find ourselves being fearful of change once again or desperately trying to puzzle out all possible scenarios and situations before it even happens. I look at vigilance like a fence to protect myself from danger, a member equipped. I know I'm getting out of hand, hyper-vigilant even, when I'm constantly repainting the fence, fortifying it with more and more materials so that I can't see out and no one can see in, and then patrolling the perimeter 24-7. All I need, really, is the fence. Vigilance does not equal control. It's an awareness that we can practice daily, reminding us of the severity of this disease and the horrors of our last days of using. And, of course, this awareness extends beyond the past to our present. No matter how much time we have clean, we best serve our recovery and our well-being if we remain open and flexible. We keep members close who will help us keep us accountable by alerting us if our fence has come down too low or is built too high to let anyone in. Even though we're clean today, we're still powerless over many things. We don't do ourselves any favors by having unrealistic expectations or being overly watchful of how others are working their program. We're not falling if we stray from practicing principles perfectly. We can't build an impenetrable fortress against danger, challenges, or change. Our goal is to stay clean today, take action on what's in front of us, and stay out of the results. I will make sure to temper my vigilance with surrender, willingness, and open-mindedness. I'll take care of my fence, but I won't obsess about it. Not today, anyway. Thank you for letting me read. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is March 2nd, Vigilance in Balance, and we're here with Divya B. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Douglas. Excited to be here. Could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Yeah, so 15th July 2007, can't believe it's been that long, Mm -hmm. cleaned up in Bangalore, which is one of the southern states in India, that's where I do 
meetings and my home group is the vision of hope, which it really is. Fantastic. Can you share your thoughts on vigilance and balance? Oh, this chapter sent me reeling a tad bit, you know, but come to think of it, it is, it is exactly what's happening in life every time, you know. Uh, I think one of my earliest experiences of vigilance and balance was when I was a newcomer in the fellowship and I was trying to get the, the whole spiel on assertiveness right, you know, and how you cross that line and get a little aggressive, how that's not okay, you know. So it, it started then, it started really early, but yeah, I like the connotations that the chapter had. Well, it, you know, it, it, it kind of sets us up to, it's like a crash course lesson in, in moderation, which we're not really like our default setting isn't like, hey, let me be moderate in this area and let me be moderate in that area. You yeah. know, and, and and so so do you, so getting clean, what was that like in Bang you said Bangalore? Bangalore, right. India. Bangalore. And it was really hard, right? I was the only women only woman in three hundred men. The country has today 100 women and 15,000 men, right? So my recovery story is very different from what people possibly share in most parts of the world. Uh, but that's why they're drawing my boundaries. And that was the first lesson in moderation, right? Learning first to be assertive and then how not getting, you know, stepping back or getting too ahead of yourself and being aggressive, you know? So that was the first lesson. And I really love the connotation that the chapter has on on the fence versus a wall, you know, I love that yeah. piece because it's supposed to be a fence. What's so applicable too, and look, my, my spirit really responds to what you're talking about. I wasn't, I wasn't the only female in, you know, 300 men, but I, I, I got clean at 16. And when I looked around the room, everybody was old. Like these people are fucking <laughs> ancient. You know, that's like where, that's where I was at. And, 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 uh, um, you know, so, so I don't know if I, if I had set up any fences or whatever, but, but it would, it would have been, and still, even I guess today, it, it can be really easy for, for me to look at like, Hey, how are, how are you and I different? And let me focus on how you and I are different because then I don't have to get close to you. I don't have to work on myself. I don't have to change, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever that situation is. And, um, did did you have that going on, like getting clean and looking around and like literally, you can see everyone in the fellowship. There there's some very big differences. Well, what happened there? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was staring me at the face level. You know, I mean, yes, very big differences. Uh, but somewhere, I think I had to in order to survive. And I knew from the first meeting I went and I cleaned up off the meeting, right? that I, I needed to be here. So there was no focusing on the negatives or no focusing on what's different. I had to get this right and I had to get this right mm. in 300 men, you know. Mm. Um, coming back to coming back to the chapter and, you know, how the denial, and I, and, I love, and I love how the chapter called it out, right? How denial plays a role between Im, imbalancing the vigilance, right? So mm. a, a case in point, you know, I have a family that, that, that drinks, you know, they're big drinkers. I mean, they, they go out, party and uh, you know that's where the vigilance comes in so I go with my own drinks you know I carry them to the party I, I drink my own drinks you know, I, you know all of that and and somewhere I stopped going and I blocked them off thinking I'm doing myself and my recovery of favor but I didn't do that for 12 years you know I'm doing that now you know mm -hmm. so there is that fine line that gets crossed very often and I 
tell myself it's me being vigilant it's not it's me building walls you know but i didn't mm-hmm. see it like that till 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 the chapter read it out to me which is the beauty of literature really you know it is yeah yeah and I, as i reflect on it too there's probably some areas in my life where where i ought to pay a little bit more attention am i being you know how it talks about like hey once we cross over into hyper vigilant are we really, are we really making that fence a wall? And really what we need is the fence, you know, it's kind of like a, a watch out. Let me see what's going on uh, type of deal. Any current areas that you're doing? I know that you, you've made some success in, in the family with the drinking and, and pieces like that, but ha- how about now? Do you, have you identified any areas in your life that you're like, mm, maybe I'm being a little, a little too hypervigilant in this, in this area? You know, so many. Yesterday I had a subordinate actually shout at me, right? Not that I believe in, <laughs> you know, too much in the hierarchy system at work, but uh, the, the hypervigilance or the hypersensitivity goes the other way around, right? So I said, you know, uh, let's get friendly, let's get nice. And then I got too friendly and I got too nice, you know? There's that as well, right? I mean, it it goes the other way around. And then Mm. if you're not vigilant in every aspect and it's different in every aspect. So at work, I'm supposed to be a certain way. With members, I'm supposed to be more loving. You know, that's how I've chalked out my life, right? And uh, I take that loving bits that I'm supposed to be with a newcomer and then I throw it at work and it comes to to bite me. That's tough, man. That's a tough thing to do. (laughs) Like it yeah. is tough to do sometimes, you know, and, and you're exactly yeah. right. Like, yeah. you know what, like with a sponsee or something like that, um, yeah. you know, like poor behavior or something like that, you know, how that compassion yeah. piece, like, all right, look, man, you know, I know, I know you're hurting. I love you, yeah. you know, and all that, but you're right. Like when a coworker or something like this is kind of a little yeah. off, like what the fuck, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's difficult to meet with compassion, but you bring up a really good point. That's kind of like a good checks and balance system to have. Like, how am I treating people outside of the program? Because you know what, really, when it boils down to is like in a, in, 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 in a lot of ways, it's kind of like training, training me or training us to, to be that productive employee yeah. to, to be that good yeah. father to be that good family member and so that is that is kind of like the test for us it's like hey how am i treating you know those that i'm coming in contact with outside of the meeting space you know outside of the sponsorship family yeah yeah, yeah. you know i was too scared for so many years i think it took me four or five years to make relationships outside of any that's the other thing where vigilance and balance yeah. comes into play right mm-hmm. you're just you're just too scared to you know these are my people they are sick as I am. Great. I love you to bits. But then I can't, I cannot, I cannot talk to the rest of the world because one, you're not as sick as I am. Two, you maybe have it all together. Three, you know, so there is, there was this big wall and in, in that wall, there was any, and outside that wall, there was the world, you know, and I put my family outside that wall too. Mm. Uh, Very common. And you tend to, Very common. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you tend to forget, right? 10 years have gone by since, since I started to take, take that risk. But it's also about, you know, now for me now it is, am I too comfortable here? Because if I'm really comfortable here, then I'm blocking something out, you know? Mm. Uh, So what are you blocking out? What are you afraid of facing? So it's that constant, you know, I, I really love that balance and vigilance and that constant just checkpoints, you know, and how, how it's not too constant because you can't be hypervigilant, you know? 
uh, it's a it's a very deep reading. Really, it is, yeah. <laughs> and as you're talking about that too, I'm, I'm, like I, I keep I keep on looking like, okay, am I being hyper vigilant about trying to parent my my two sons? Am I being hyper vigilant about like my reputation at work and you know blah 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 blah? It's like there's there's a this is pretty applicable to 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 work life, parent life, you know, family life, and 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 not just like within the program. Very cool. I, I like how it says, hey, I'm not going to obsess about it, at least not today anyways, because it kind of puts yeah. it into perspective. You know what? We're going to work on ourselves today and yeah. tomorrow we're going to need to do it again. Hey, look, we, yeah. we're, we're, we're winding down to the end of the episode, but I have to ask you this, like uh, the recovery scene in India, I think is just super cool. It's super cool that you were able to get clean and stay clean as, as you know, as, as as one woman there, you know, in, in the area. And, and now the fellowship is growing a little bit and, and you have a commitment. You are, do you mind sharing that? You're, you're, you're I'm the regional, the regional vice chair today. I will take over regional chair in two years. It's I think the first time any woman has chaired the regional body of India. Uh, I also got the, the love and support of my fellowship to chair a very large convention that happened a few years ago with about 1,000 members. So my my fellowship has, has grown from uh, not wanting me to learning to love me to standing behind me to, you know, wow. it's, it's amazing wow. to see the growth of a fellowship. And that gave me sight that fellowships also have age, right? We are a new, new fellowship. We're, now we are teenage fellowship, you know? Uh, and lots to learn and lots to grow. So it's amazing, yeah, really. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste. And God bless. Mm-hmm.